Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Rajki, your host. Don Kennedy is with me today. And hello, Don. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, good to have you back. Thank you. I'm yes. glad to be back. Yes, me too. And today we are continuing our message on the assignment of a lifetime. And we talked on the last broadcast about Mary's assignment from the Lord that she would bear the Son of God and how that she said yes. She had a willingness, a humility. She had a desire to please the Lord and to obey. And she had faith, right? I think sometimes we forget about the faith Mm -hmm. part. And, you know, she said, well, how will this be that I will bear a son since I have not been with a man? Mm -hmm. And then the angel Gabriel tells her, you know, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you because, you know, and it's just uh, it's a beautiful picture of God wanting to be with us. Right. She had the best and the hardest assignment ever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look how all of eternity is impacted in mm-hmm. humanity because of her. Yes. Because of her willingness. And we talked about in the previous broadcast about making space and place for God to carry and bear God, to bear the presence of God mm-hmm. uh, into this world uh, that what's what that we have in the womb of our spirit uh, that we carry God, that we carry the assignment upon our life, because we all have an assignment. We all have a calling. We all have a purpose. And how that we we must connect with that and bear his presence into the world. Uh, the world is waiting for us. The world is waiting for us to show them Christ, right? right? Uh, to show them the power of God. To, to answer show our them. portion of the call. Yeah, right, right. right. All, we all have We're a portion. We're all called. We all have a portion, so we all have to say yes. We all have to be willing and, uh, you know, to make room for him, to make room for his presence, to make room for more of him so that we have more of him to give away. And uh, so anyway, we're going to go ahead. I I invite you guys to go back and and uh, catch that first broadcast, because I believe that the Holy Spirit caused a lot of good points to be brought up in Revelation. But today... Uh, we are going to continue uh, into a, another segment of it and into Luke chapter one. And we are starting. Uh, let's see here. I think my page. There we go. Verse 46. And this is Mary's song or the Magnificat uh, that uh, she says after the angel of the Lord tells her that uh, she is going to uh bear the presence of God. She's going to birth Jesus Christ. She shall bring forth a son. You shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, which means Savior. That's the reason he came is to save us. So uh, in verse 46, (coughs) Mary begins to speak the following. And I just love this. And it's an actual song. It says, My soul doth magnify the Lord. Now magnify means to make great, to enlarge, to increase, and to make conspicuous. In other words, known to everybody. To extol, to increase, to show respect, to hold in high esteem. So she is making much mm-hmm. of God. Glorifying. Glorifying God. Mm-hmm. She's magnifying him. Uh, now, we 
we are thankful for her that she uh, was willing to be the mother to Christ, but she is not to be magnified. She she is saying, my soul magnifies the Lord. And the soul is our mind, mind. spirit, and I mean, our mind, our body, our emotions, right. are all of that yeah. tied up in one. So mm-hmm. it's not even her... Her inner yeah. spirit right, right. now. Her she's mind, saying she's emotions. my flesh yeah. right, is glor- glorifying yeah. him. Yeah. And uh, so mind, she... Mind, will, and emotions is what I was trying to get at. Right, <laughs> right. So she was giving the honor to whom it was due, was mm-hmm. magnifying the mm-hmm. Lord. And she herself uh, was actually very humbled to do... She was humble uh, and willing and obedient. And so she says, my soul magnifies the Lord. That was her response to what God had told her. See, the the angel told her that she would uh, conceive this child, and she said, Behold the handmaiden or the servant of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to your word. So she said yes to her assignment, right? right? Uh, She had the most awesome uh, assignment of a lifetime, the assignment of all humanity, the assignment of assignments. I mean, to carry and bear and birth Jesus Christ into the world. And uh, so, you know, we're thankful for her, but we don't worship her. Right. We worship the one she birthed. Right. Christ, Mm -hmm. the Savior. Christ, the anointed one in his anointing. Jesus, the Savior, the one who saves. And so uh, let's continue on with that. So she's magnifying. She's make to make him great. Uh, she's enlarging him. She's she's making him conspicuous. Oh, that we would make him conspicuous, right? To mm-hmm. to make him known. To that when uh, don't you just want to be where that when you walk in that the uh, Holy Spirit that that God is just showing off that that they can see God in all things. That would just you know, Lord, yes, let us bear so much of His presence. Mm-hmm. Let us make so much space and place for Him that 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 he's conspicuous Mm -hmm. right oh yes lord that's what we want that's our cry lord so my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit has rejoiced in god (coughs) excuse me she um she's rejoicing in god her savior and for he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden to for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed so it uh, in the amplified, uh, excuse me, the amplified, I want to read how that says, for he has looked upon the low station and humiliation of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations of all the ages will call me blessed and declare me happy and to be envied. For he who is almighty has done great things for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, she, so look what she's saying. He has looked upon my low station. You know, Christ, one of the reasons that Israel rejected Christ is because he didn't come as a, uh, he came in a, through a woman. He came in a stable. He, mm-hmm. uh, he was born in a stable. He, was, uh, he didn't look like son. royalty. Right. He didn't look like the royalty that he was. Yeah. He didn't look like the way they had <laughs> pictured it in their minds. And this little girl, this young woman is saying, he's looked upon my low station, <laughs> And my humiliation of this handmaiden, this servant. And now she'll be called blessed. Mm -hmm. For the Almighty has done great things for me. You know, let's think about that. The Almighty has done done great 
things for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost is that he sent Christ to buy us back, to, to bring us into, um, into relationship with God, right? He became our substitute. All of our sin was put upon him. He carried and bore our sin as if he was, he, the sinless lamb, the sinless, spotless lamb of God, bore our sin and the penalty for it all. He took the wrath and the penalty of sin, which the wages of sin is death, on him. That's the greatest gift. He was, he died, he was buried, and he rose again, mm-hmm. right? So thank God that's that he has done great things for us. But you know what? He's still doing great things in our lives. He's still performing miracles. He's still pouring out his spirit. He, he still allows us to call him, you know, our God, our Lord, our Savior. And but I just think that the Lord just wants to highlight for a moment for you to think about personally the great things he's done for you, you know, um, and holy is his name to be venerated in his purity, majesty, and glory. He is holy, holy, holy. <coughs> I, I can just hear her humble spirit, too, just the way she's saying it. They're, all generations are going to call me blessed. Like, yeah, right. I can't believe that I was so blessed. Not, yeah. not they're going to call me blessed and, you know. I'm all that. And I'm all that. Yeah. Was, they're going to call me blessed because yeah. I carried my sa- our Savior. And then, and then she says, for his name is holy. Mm-hmm. Not my name. Right. Not for what I did. Right. His name is right. holy. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. It sure is. <clears throat> so he, uh, he who is mighty has done to me great things is where the King James says it. Holy is his name. That's the essence of who he is. He's holy, set apart, sacred. He's in a class all by himself, holy other than, holy, holy higher than anything or anyone else. He's God all by himself. He's, he has no beginning. He has no end. He's the eternally self-existent, uncreated God. There's none like him. Right. Holy, holy, holy. It's not just the absence of sin or darkness or error. It, it, it means separated, mm-hmm. totally separate from anything else, clean and pure, but it's a holy other than. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love it. Mm. And his mercy is on them who fear him from generation to generation, because of him coming, because of what he was going to do, mercy is extended as I need mercy. I need mercy all the time. Mercy, mercy, mercy. His mercy, his compassion and kindness toward the miserable and afflicted is on those who fear him <coughs> and with godly reverence from generation to generation and age to age. He has shown strength and made might with his arm. He has scattered the proud and haughty in and by the imagination and purpose and designs of the heart. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. That's opposite to the world's way, right? Right. Right. He generally does things opposite of the way the world does. Thank God. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He really does. If they hate, he loves more. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. Uh, My commentary says that the Lord... Uh, let me get this fixed here. That the Lord ignored the proud self-exaltation of the religious elite of Israel and showed his attention on a little handmaiden. Isn't that good? Yes. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, they, I mean, the elite and the 
uh, Pharisees and the Sadducees and the, the priests, they rejected Christ. But this little handmaiden says, be it unto me according to your word. I believe there will be a performance of the word. Hallelujah. The rich he has sent away. Refers to those who claim to be rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. Listen, we all need God. <laughs> we all have a need. He has filled and satisfied the hungry with good things. That's what it says in the Amplified. Yes. Good things. He has sent away empty-handed. And the rich he has sent away empty-handed without a gift. See, to those that know their need, he can move. To those that acknowledge, I have a need. I, I, have, I have an area that needs to be shored up. I, I need forgiveness here, or I need healing here. I need deliverance here. I need a change of heart here. For those uh, that hunger and thirst after that, he'll move. But when you, you've you got to realize you have a need, and then you have to realize for who him. you need to take it. Yeah, for him, who to take first, it First, right. Mm -hmm. he, for, seek ye first the kingdom mm -hmm. of God, and all these other things yes. will be taken care of. Right, right. Mm -hmm. absolutely. So he is... Uh, Filled and satisfied the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty-handed without a gift. He has laid hold on his servant Israel to help him to espouse his cause in remembrance of his mercy. Let me see how that's said over here. I love having more than one, one uh, translation. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. He remembers his mercy. Don't you uh, thank God he's not remembering what we deserve. Oh, you know, when you, we're God. in Christ, we're a new creation. He remembers his mercy, not the old man, not the old person that, that used to, uh, you know, without Christ and all the things that went with it. Mm -hmm. He remembers his mercy when he sees you and I. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. I love it. <laughs> and Mary remained because Mary is at Elizabeth's at this point, her cousin Elizabeth, who went to go see her. Uh, because Elizabeth was six, was was going to give birth to, to John, John mm -hmm. right? And whenever they two met, we talked about that earlier. That the uh, baby John left, left when Mary greeted Elizabeth in her left in Elizabeth's womb. And he was filled with the Holy right, Ghost, Holy Spirit, from right then within the womb. Mm -hmm. Cool, as a promise, of yeah. long term comfort from the Lord. Yeah, a long term comfort, long, long term, a permanent, yes, comforter. permanent presence. And Mary remained with her uh, or Elizabeth for about three months and then returned to her own home. Now, we were going to skip down because that's all about Zechariah, uh, John, John the, the Baptist's birth, which is wonderful. But we're going to skip on down here to uh, the birth of Jesus. Okay. And, well. Chapter 2. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to read a little bit about Zacharias, John's dad's prophecy about Christ and <clears throat> his son. Blessed be the God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Lord. He has raised up a horn of salvation, which is another word for Christ, for us in the house of, the ser in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. So, even back in Genesis 3.15, God was talking about, we, you know, how that the enemy would bruise our heel, but we would crush his head, which would be Christ, who would come through the seed of a woman. That we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us, right? So, we're saved from the hand of our enemy. 
and, and then in the, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers. He's a God that performs his word and to remember his holy covenant that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. I love that part. Yes. I love that part so much. To grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our foes might serve him fearlessly is how the Amplifies puts it. See, fear is from the enemy. Now, reverence, fear as in in reverence to the Father, to God, that's different. That's a reverential fear. But fear is from the, you know, God has delivered us from the spirit of fear. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. In holiness, divine consecration, and righteousness, in accordance with his everlasting principles of right within his presence all the days of our lives, so that we can serve him fearlessly like that. And you, little one, shall be called a prophet of the Most High. We're talking about his son, John the Baptist. <clears throat> For you shall go on before the face of the Lord to make ready his ways. You know what? I believe that, that we are still being used as John to go before the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. and to make ready his ways, to make ready a people for the presence of God. Because he is coming back. He is coming back. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is his first coming, but he's That's coming right. back. Yeah. Thank God we have that to look forward to. So John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus Christ to bring and give the knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness and remission of their sins. That was what John was preaching. We need to preach the same thing because of and through the heart of tender mercy and loving kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. Jesus Christ is the truth, the light, the way he's the he's. He is the light of the world to shine upon and give light to those who sit in darkness. Now, right there, that is so amazing. If you're sitting in darkness today, right? Mm -hmm. If you are um, walking in darkness, if you're going through a deep, dark valley and difficult time, this right here says that Christ, that he is, he will shine upon and give light to those who sit in darkness excuse me, and in the shadow of death to direct and guide our feet in a straight line into the way of peace. Wow, that is a mouthful right there. (laughs) That is a mouthful. To shine upon and give light. Shine upon us, Lord. Shine upon every dark place in our life, Lord. Give light, Lord, uh, to any darkness in our lives and in that shadow of death. Direct and guide our feet in a straight line in the way. Didn't say going around, going crooked. I'm going to take this detour and, and, and get off here and get off there. He, the Holy Spirit, if we will allow the presence of mm-hmm. God to shine upon us, he will direct us in a straight line in the way that we should go, the way of peace. He wants us to walk in peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... He truly is the peace that passes understanding. And the enemy likes to get us off track, pull us away, get us involved in stuff that will break us down, destroy us, just wreak havoc in our life. Well, the Spirit of God will come. Even if you say, hey, that's me, that's where I'm at right now. Well, good news, good news. Jesus will shine upon you and give, give you light in your darkness. So, Father, I pray right now for those watching that may be walking in 
an area of darkness, an area of confusion, an area of brokenheartedness. I pray, Father God, right now that they would respond to and, and be open and receive, just as you said in this word, to receive the light, that your light would shine upon them. Even though they may be sitting in darkness right now, God, that your light would shine upon them and that you would direct and guide their feet in a straight line into the way of peace. I pray that over you. Now, if you if you you don't have a relationship with Christ, let's let's take care of that. It's the best thing could ever happen to you. It's the most awesome, greatest thing, most important, single most important decision of your entire life and eternity. Right. So all you have to do is realize that uh, he is a savior. Believe that he is who he says he is. He was born of a virgin. Um, he is the son of the living God. He is our savior. And uh, believe that he died for you. Repent of your sins and invite him to be the Lord of your life. So Father, right now, those that are watching, Lord, are listening, Father, I just pray right now. And just say this after me, Lord, I come to you. I declare and I believe that you truly are who you say you are, that you are the son of God, the son of the living God. You were born of a virgin, that you died to pay for my sins. The wages of sin is death. And you died so that I do not have to die in sin. I ask you to wash me, forgive me of my sins. I confess my sins. I, I give them to you. Forgive me, Lord. And I receive your forgiveness. And I ask that you'd be the Lord of my life, take over my life, that I may serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, I turn away from the devil. I turn away from darkness. I turn to you, Jesus, and I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. We have, um, we have a, some wonderful things to send you out that are free scriptures that will help you in this new walk. And uh, we have prayer partners that will pray for you and minister to you. And so I invite you to call us at 866-241-0579. So uh, let's look at this. And so, uh, and let's go on down to verse, to chapter two. Now, you're talking about an assignment. Mary had an assignment, right? Uh, she, it was amazing. And she said yes to it. She made literal, literal space and place in her life, her life to be interrupted. She was going to be married to Joseph. They had it all planned out how it was going to be. And uh, she was betrothed to him. And uh, they were looking forward to a normal, you know, what everybody considered normal, what they were, the only paradigm they knew. Right. And then here comes this angel. <laughs> here comes the angel surprise, Gabriel. Surprise, you know, surprise. hell, thou woman of God, highly favored of God. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And uh, the Bible says she cast this in her mind, which means she was trying to figure it out what was going on. You know, uh, you shall bear a son and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. And so that was a major assignment. And, and thank God that Mary said yes. Mm hmm. Right. But Jesus Christ said yes too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mary made room. Mary was a vehicle used of God to birth him in, which there had to be. He had to come through a woman. He had to come through flesh. Right. He had to be fully God and fully man. And so she said, yes, but our Savior. Wow. Knowing assignment. what he would have to face. <laughs> mm -hmm. He knew full well. 
Mm-hmm. Right from the beginning, what was going to happen to him? Mm. And he still chose us. He, he chose us over his comfort, mm-hmm. right? Um, o- over the pain that he knew we'd have to go through. He said, I, they're worth it. Mm-hmm. Even, even though I am going to be crucified, beaten, rejected, I choose to do the will of the Father. He said, if it be any way, let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And you think about that kind of commitment, that mm-hmm. kind of love, mm-hmm. that kind of sacrifice. They didn't, nobody made Jesus do that. He came specifically to die. He came specifically to be a sacrifice for our sin. Mm-hmm. The sinless lamb of God never sinned ever. He came specifically to die. And he knew it from the beginning, what was prophesied, that the wrath of God, that that cup of his fury that if you read about in the scriptures, which is the wrath of God upon sin, somebody had to endure it. It was Jesus because he was the only one that could be our savior. Could cleanse us instead of just cover it with the lambs and the goats Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. the cattle, all the things that they sacrificed Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And uh, one time, no longer do you have to have priests go into the Holy of Holies, offer sacrifices. He, for one, for all time, he became the sacrifice, the sinless son of God that completely provided salvation he did he he accomplished the finished work of the death burial and resurrection and he gave us an open door mm-hmm. to always have access mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. like yeah. you said for not having to go through a priest right. i love that i love I that i have too. instant access mm-hmm. to my father even when i trip and fall mm-hmm. even when i mess up if i do anything wrong i just have to say oh father i just messed up yeah Help forgive me. Yeah. And I still have access. Right. He doesn't cut me off. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my goodness. We're already done with the first half hour, Don. And, uh, you know, I just want to invite you people to go to Lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org, because we have free resources for you. And I believe it'll bless and minister to you. Look, we're about building the kingdom of God. We don't, not our kingdom. We don't have a kingdom. It's his kingdom. And so we want you to go and be blessed and minister to. Now, if you would like to give online, you can do that at Lueda.org. And uh, it will, you will then be preaching the gospel with us as you send us out uh, to preach, teach, and minister music all over the world. So you are uh, you can do that through Lareda.org. If you want to just call our prayer line for prayer, 866-241-0579. And also, uh, they will pray for you, but you can also give that way if God puts it on your heart. So thank you for prayerfully considering. Don't go anyway, anywhere. I'll be right back. 